Thanks for joining us today for the Fellowship Baptist Church podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our ministry, visit fbcpanamacity.com. Now, here's today's message. Luke chapter number 10 is where we're going to be, and we're going to read verses 25 through verse number 27 this morning. So let's start in verse number 25. The Bible says in verse number 25, and behold, this is a very familiar passage of scripture um, uh, talking of the Samaritan. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said unto him, what is written in the law? How readest thou? The answering said, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself. And he said unto him, thou hast answered right, this do and thou shalt live. But he, willing to justify himself, said unto Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Jesus answering said, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. By chance, there came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. Verse number 32, sorry, verse number 33. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him. Went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took two pence and gave them to the host and said unto him, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. Which now of these three, thinking thou, was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And he said, He that showed mercy on him. Then said Jesus unto him, Go and do thou likewise. I want to preach on the subject this morning, taking opportunities to love our neighbors. Taking opportunities to love our neighbors. As we focus on being people mattering to us, we need to start taking opportunities to love people, to love our neighbors. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, we do love you. We're so thankful for you. God, we just ask that you would be with us this morning as we get into your word. That God, you would help us, Lord, to have this people matter type mindset. God, because we know, as Pastor Josh said, people matter to you. So much that you sent your son Jesus to die for us. Lord, because they matter to you, they should matter to us. Lord, I pray that you would help us to start looking for opportunities and taking opportunities to love people who are in need. We love you, Father. We're so thankful for you this morning. I pray that you would help me, give me the words to say this morning. Be with our hearts. I pray that we're prepared and ready to receive your word with all readiness of mind. We love you. We're so thankful for you. In your precious name, I pray. Amen. You may be seated. We find here in our passage of Scripture, Jesus is speaking this parable to this lawyer who is trying to determine if he's going to inherit eternal life. And so Jesus asked him, uh, well, how do you interpret the law? The lawyer said, well, um, I have to love God and I have to 
love people. And Jesus says, well, you're right. Go and do that. And this man, this lawyer says he wasn't justified with Jesus's answer. And so he gets a little smart, Alec, and he says, well, who is my neighbor? Right? I mean, who, how do you define my neighbor, Jesus? And so Jesus tells of this parable of, of this unexpected situation in three different men's life. There was a priest, a Levite, and a Samaritan. It was a situation that neither of these men had created. They had nothing to do with the situation that they're faced with, but because they've come upon this situation, they're all involved. They have to respond in a certain way. And we often find ourselves in these type of situations that come in our life. Things that we have nothing to do with, we don't have the cause of those things, but they happen and we're involved. Something like, uh, it's called COVID, right? An unexpected situation in our lives, but it's something that we, we did not cause, but hey, we're all involved with it, right? It's something that we are involved in. We are experiencing. There are, there are uh, these unexpected situations that take place in life that God will allow in our lives. And in the midst of those unexpected situations, He often gives us opportunities to love people, to reach out to people, to, to love them, for, where, where people matter to us. There's two different approaches to unexpected situations in life. Number one, there are those who see unexpected situations and they miss the opportunity because of self-absorption. But also, number two, there are those who look for God to work through them in the midst of that unexpected situation. Let me say that, first of all, there are no unexpected situations with God. There are no unexpected situations with Him. Nothing catches God by surprise. COVID-19 did not catch God by surprise. It caught us by surprise. Why? Because we're not in control. But we, we depend on God and we know that God is in control. And you can't understand, you can't jump scare God, right? My wife, she has, I don't know what it is, but she enjoys sometimes scaring our kids. <laughs> you might've seen the videos that she might post there. They'll be walking around a corner and bah, she'll scare them and record them on video and laugh about it. But my wife loves my kids, okay? Let me just say that. Some of you are like, how could she do that? No, she loves the kids very much. But understand, you'll see sometimes our kids, when they walk around a, a door, they'll, they'll make sure no one's around there, right? They're scarred for life. But, but understand that God, you can't scare God. Nothing catches God by surprise. There's no accidents in the economy of God. God allows unexpected situations in our life for a reason, for a purpose. We find here in verse number 30, there's a Jewish man and he's leaving Jerusalem and he, he's going to Jericho and some thieves along the way, they catch him and they take him and they begin to beat him and strip him of, of his garment, of what he had on and, and he, they leave him for dead. And Jesus is going to tell this lawyer about three men and how they respond to this opportunity that they have to love this individual. You see, in Jewish culture, they, were, they would tell stories of three people. You know how we tell our jokes, right? The, uh, the, the atheist, the priest, and the Baptist preacher went into the church, right? We use those, those three individuals and we, we tell a joke or something about that. Well, 
in their context, they would speak often these parables, these stories, and they would share three different individuals. There was the priest, the Levite, and often the Pharisee. The priest would normally get things wrong. The Levite would uh, mess things up, but then the Pharisee would always save the day. But Jesus here, he comes in and he puts a twist to this paradigm, to this normal story that is being told. And and he, he gives us this parable of how these three men respond to this potential opportunity to love a neighbor. And he shares with us only one of them that took an unexpected situation and used it as an opportunity to love their neighbor. And I want us to be encouraged today to say, hey, we're going to find ourselves in these unexpected situations in life. And we need to take and look for opportunities to love people through them. Or will you be the one that that takes that opportunity? Or will you be like the other two and just completely pass on by? First of all, I want us to see the first individual that Jesus speaks about is the priest. Look at verse number 31. The Bible says this, and by chance there came down a certain priest that way. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. The Bible says here, and by chance. By chance means that he did not do anything to cause this situation. He by chance came upon this situation. It just happened and now he is involved. And the Bible says that he saw this man lying over there. He might've heard this man maybe moaning and groaning in pain and asking for help, but he does nothing about it. He passes right on by. He walks right by this individual who is hurt, who needs help. And during this unexpected situation in the life of this priest, he misses the opportunity. You see, this this priest, it was common for, for both priests and also the Levite to travel back and forth from Jerusalem to Jericho. They would travel for these for different religious matters and understand that the priest was known as a holy man. The priest was known as, as someone who, who had access to God. The priest was someone who was known as, as someone who knew the scriptures. He was someone who would minister to people. He would offer sacrifice. The priest was one that people expected mercy from. The priest was an individual that people expected for him to reach out in love in this unexpected situation. Let me say this. Instead of showing mercy, he was too busy. Right? He was too busy with the things of life. And instead of showing mercy, he became so self-absorbed that he was not able to take time to help this man. And let me say this, as Christians, many times we are just like this priest. We are often too busy to care. We're too busy for people to matter. We can be so self-absorbed with our business that we miss these opportunities that are right in front of us. You see, the priest was busy about his business and he, because of that, there was no compassion when he saw that person in need. He was too busy to care. He was too busy for people to matter. Not only that, but the priest, he didn't, he didn't care. A lot of times we just don't care like this priest. There are people who are fearful because of this virus. They, they still are fearful. Whether you agree with it or not, there are people living in fear. 
There are people who are searching for hope. There are people who are searching for peace. And whether, like I said, whether you agree or not, they're looking. They're searching. They're in need. They're fearful. Listen, whether you agree or not with with what we have also going on in our country, the racial injustice that is being spoken about often, it, it is a disruption that we are all faced with. And understand, we need to reach out to those who are hurting. We need to share with them that even though they feel like people look down upon them, that Jesus loves them. And that he broke down all the racial barriers when he went to the cross and died for our sins. But let me say this, we get so self-absorbed. We focus on our opinions on those matters, right? We focus on our opinions. How do we feel about COVID? How do we feel about racial injustice? How do we feel? We focus on those things. We focus on our thoughts on these certain matters that we miss the opportunity to love those that are hurting around us. Let me ask this question to us, church. Are we more concerned about letting our opinions to be heard or letting the gospel of Jesus Christ to be heard? What are we more concerned about in our lives when it comes to people who are living in fear, when it comes to people who who feel a certain way? Whether you agree or not, there are people that are hurting. And they're looking for hope And are we more concerned about our thoughts and about our opinions and we want those things to be heard more than we are about sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ? See, the priest, he missed it, didn't he? He missed his opportunity to love his neighbor. He missed the opportunity to love someone who was in need. He was so self-absorbed to care. But then we see the second man. The second man was a Levite. Let's see what, how he reacts to this unexpected situation. Verse number 32. And likewise, a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him. Well, there's a little difference. He at least came and he stopped and he looked at this individual who's in need. But we'll see if, if he's the one who takes the opportunity to love his neighbor. Verse number 32. And pass by on the other side. He passed by on the other side. You see, this Levite actually, he gets closer to the man and he sees that, that he, uh, he needs help and he stops and he takes a look at this man. I don't know if he wanted to see the extent of his injuries or if he could possibly help in this situation. I don't know exactly why he stopped to look, but the Bible says that he stopped and looked and then passed by. You see, the office or the duty of a Levite was to assist the priest in their services. The Levite would often travel from Jerusalem to Jericho, travel to different places, and he was responsible to keep making sure the temple was in order. He would carry, uh, it is known that he would carry uh, different sacred utensils and different various parts of the tabernacle back and forth. It was their duty to see that the tabernacle and the temple were kept clean and to keep supplies for the sanctuary, such as oil and, and incense. And, and what the way I see this is that this man could have very easily been too preoccupied. He had his hands full. He had, he had these certain items that he was transferring 
for the temple. And he, he could have stopped and he could have really felt bad for this individual, but he thought to himself, it's just not convenient. My hands are full. I've got a place to be. I need to be there. It's just not a convenient time for me to love this person, to reach out to this person. Inconvenience. Let me say this. Many of us, including myself, we've seen COVID-19 as an inconvenience. Right? We complain about it all the time. We, we all are guilty of this. About this virus and how it has a, affected our schedules. We complain about this virus and how it's affected uh, our normalcy of life, how it's become this political mess, right? We, we, we see and we complain about it all the time, but I wonder how many people that we could have made a difference for if we saw this virus, this unexpected situation as an opportunity to love people. This unexpected situation in our life to love and to reach out to people who are fearful, who are in need. You understand, we, we have the opportunity to show them the love of Jesus, that He is the hope that they need, that He is the peace that they need, that, he is, that all of those found, things are found in Christ and they need Him. But often in our lives, it's just too inconvenient to share the love, to reach out, to love to take those opportunities to love our neighbor. This Levite, he missed it as well because it was a thing of inconvenience. See, we can be, if we're not careful, we can become so busy that we don't care. We can become so busy in our lives that, we, that people do not matter. If we're not careful, it can become an inconvenience to reach out to people in need. Then I want us to see the third person. The last man we find here, he takes the opportunity. Verse number 33 says this, but a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion on him. Now, Jesus, there's no, there's no mistake in him using the Samaritan in this parable. I'm sure this lawyer thought, well, what in the world? Why are you bringing up a Samaritan in this situation? I mean, it's always the priest, the Levite, and, and, and the Pharisee. Where, why is the Samaritan coming in? We as Jews, we can't stand the Samaritans, right? They're, they're half Jew, they're half Gentile. We don't like them. We don't want anything to do with them. But Jesus uses that individual to be the one who reaches out and takes the opportunity to love his neighbor. I read a commentary that said that these religious men who chose to pass by no doubt made it to the temple by now and are preaching sermons on the dangers of walking the Jericho Road at night or the tragedy of the rising crime rate in the area. But this Samaritan is met with that same opportunity that these religious men have and he takes the opportunity to love his neighbor. And you might be thinking, well, if the priests and the Levite, these two religious individuals didn't stop and help and they didn't take the opportunity to reach out and to love this individual, then surely the Samaritan won't. Surely the Samaritan won't reach out, but he takes the opportunity to love his neighbor. He has this compassion upon them. See, Jesus shows us here that there is an opportunity. There is always an opportunity to minister in the unexpected situation. 
There is always an opportunity to minister. You understand those that are in crisis, that is an opportunity to minister to them. That is an opportunity to reach out to them. That widow who needs help, that is an opportunity to reach out to them. That person that lost their job and they're begging on the street and just to to have a little bit of money for food, that is an opportunity for us to reach out to them. You understand here in, in Scripture, there's nowhere that the Samaritan is called good. You notice that? There's nowhere that you'll find in Scripture where the Samaritan is called good. We label him as good. We label the Samaritan as good. But what he did in this moment and how he took this opportunity to reach out and love to this certain individual should be the normal Christian. Shouldn't be labeled the good Samaritan. He should have been labeled the normal disciple. The normal Christian who is supposed to reach out in these times of, 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 of tragedy. In these unexpected situations. Listen, when God gives us an opportunity, we should take it. This Samaritan had a people matter type mindset. He had that type mindset. Hey, whatever situation I come to my, uh, that, I, that I see, this, whatever unexpected situation that, that comes up in my life, I want to make sure that I take it as an opportunity. I look for opportunity to love that person, to love my neighbor. Let me say this. A need plus awareness equals responsibility. For a Christian. A need plus awareness equals responsibility. You see, a need that is seen by us as an assignment from God. A need that is seen by us as an assignment from God. If we see a need, we have the responsibility as a Christian to meet that need, to help meet that need. You see, the thieves that day, they said, they looked at this man and they said, what, what's yours is mine right? That's how they lived. What's yours is mine. We know that the priest and the Levite, they looked at this individual, they looked at this situation and they thought, what's mine is mine. I'm too busy. It's inconvenient. But the Samaritan looked at this individual and says, what's mine is yours. What's mine is yours. He looked at his belongings. He looked at his means to help this individual. He was living with a people matter mentality. See, sometimes God wants us to help fix problems that we didn't cause. You see that? Sometimes God wants us to fix problems that we didn't cause. Aren't you thankful today that Jesus fixed our problem that he didn't cause? Jesus looked down at us and he didn't say, he didn't say, oh, sin is their problem, it's not mine. No, he was moved with compassion. And he, and he came to this earth to die because he loved us. He saw that situation, the situation of sin, as an opportunity to love. Let me say today, church, we need to have that same type of mindset that people do matter to us. That even in the unexpected situations that we find ourselves, we look for opportunities to love our neighbor. 
Instead of being us being so busy with the things of life and too busy to care, too busy to see an opportunity to love our neighbor within an unexpected situation, we need to allow God to give us those opportunities and love our neighbors and take that opportunity. Listen, instead of us complaining about the inconvenience of what is going on in our world today, let us look for opportunities to reach out to our neighbor. That word neighbor in the Greek is the word placeion. And in a nutshell, it means any other person. Any other person, irrespective of nation or religion. Listen, people should matter to us. And as Pastor Josh mentioned today, they should matter to us out in our community, amen? They should also matter to us right here today. Listen, if people really matter to you, then you'll pray for this precious family today that's, that's going through what they're going through with these babies. Amen? If people really matter to you, you'll see one of the widows within our church who need help with something and you'll be over there to help them. If people truly matter to you outside in our community and you see them hurting, you see them in, a, in an unexpected situation comes up in your life, you, if people matter to you, you'll look for opportunities to love others. The Samaritan, he was the unexpected one. But he was able to, why? Because not because he was religious. These other men were religious. But he, because he had a people matter mindset. I wonder how many opportunities personally I have missed because I was too busy to care. I wonder how many opportunities I have missed because it was just too inconvenient. Church, at Fellowship Baptist Church, let us start allowing God to show us the opportunities in the midst of unexpected situations. Let us allow God to show us the opportunities and let's not just pass on by, but let us be moved with compassion. Let us act and help and love our neighbor. Listen, if we are living with a people, people matter type mindset, then God's going to give us those opportunities. He absolutely will. Why? Because he loves people and they matter to him. And if we keep him first in our life, you know what? They're gonna start mattering to us. And we're gonna start looking for those opportunities to love our neighbor. Church, take opportunities to love your neighbor. Let people matter to you. Thanks for listening to this sermon from Fellowship Baptist Church. Come visit us at 2501 Michigan Avenue, Panama City, Florida. For more information or to donate to this ministry, visit fbcpanamacity.com. Have a great week.